Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamund, and we are here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and that games are supposed to be fun. If you like what you hear today, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just really awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Mission uh, accomplished! <laughs> <laughs> George W. Bush banner on an aircraft carrier! <laughs> Does that mean we're done the podcast if we just say missions accomplished? Yeah, yeah, and then we it's have just... to we have to wait another two decades before we can actually stop the podcast. Though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't actually accomplish any sort of mission, <laughs> digging so that, a like... giant podcast hole on the internet. <laughs> so that moment like is so vivid in my memory because I was in the navy when that happened. So like that mission accomplished oh. thing was like a very big part of like my adult life. Um, I was in art like, school <laughs> and like so few other people it has such minimal impact on like literally everybody else in the universe. So like whenever I hear mission accomplished, it's all I see in here. I can just like oh, that, that moment in time and I just always laugh and people are like, what? <laughs> I'm like, remember George W. Bush, the mission accomplished thing. And, and oh. then later on his people said, oh, that, that was the aircraft carrier, not us. But like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was fully in my head when I made that comment, for the record. <laughs> I will... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. All right, let's yeah. keep going no, with sorry. our Hearthstone podcast. <laughs> I was going to say a whole bunch of things, and then I'm like, this is not the place to say these things. Uh, if, you, if you like what you hear today, bless you. <laughs> so stupid <laughs> the, the idea that this, people listen to this is funny yeah <laughs> i mean thank you guys we really and, and ladies and people we really love you all yeah and and puppers and kitties if you're listening to and babies <laughs> like just especially the puppers <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so you can go to Apple Podcasts and <laughs> my in any dog country. Annabelle hates the current meta. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog Annabelle is wrong. She growls. Meta is she sweet. growls at the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go to any podcasting platform. Uh, give us a five star rating and a comment, and we'll we'll promise to give you a digital hug, and we'll read it on the show, and you'll become our favorite person in the universe. All uh, right, so we have three more five star reviews. It is, it's getting a, it's getting a little bit overwhelming that people are doing this. Um, but it's amazing. I can't say thank you enough. So first one, five star from Volkai. So the Hearthstone Podcasters Hearthstone Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to know about Squelch is that Hearthstone Podcasters, known for often being too busy making podcasts, listen to to listen to podcasts, listen to Squelch. Aww. That's from Volkai. And it's, it's like the idea that we're like, we're the band that like influenced Nirvana is maybe the greatest compliment of my entire life. We're, um, we're like the Daniel Johnston of podcasts. Like we're not known for our quality, but for our accessibility and, 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 and uh, you know, Kurt Cobain wearing the, the, the Daniel Johnston shirt. Like, yep. yeah. So like, it's like, yeah, we, we're we not need like, to a, send we're not, we're not the podcast. <laughs> podcasters to advertise our podcast so all that will happen though is that they will come to our listen to our podcast and they'll be like eh that's not for me yeah yeah i just it's like, I, it, it's 
isn't that the best idea though to get people who yes. who speak not on camera to wear our t-shirt it would be great yes yes it makes all the sense it makes all the sense in the world yep um as long as like these other podcasts are doing like unplugged podcasts somewhere be a big deal but... <laughs> <laughs> i love it so uh, uh yeah so th- thank you volkai you have replaced uh jay candace as our favorite person in the universe yeah, it was <laughs> fun you. while it lasted jay candace i'm sorry <laughs> you actually got a good weekend that was pretty good eight days between recordings that's special <laughs> it yeah. is it's better than poor volkai <laughs> <laughs> By about seven days, 23 hours, and 58 minutes. <laughs> it's a good run. It was a good run, though. <laughs> oh, this is yours. <laughs> I just ran the next one. <laughs> All right, I got this one. All right. Uh, so this is the review. Five stars. Method acting. It's method acting. Love the show. <laughs> That's from Joe's Bag of Donuts from the United States. I was watching, uh, uh, I don't watch much TV, but I got caught up this week. I was watching The Umbrella Academy. I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, it's so good, right? It's so good. I really liked the character development a lot. I felt like almost all the characters developed to change and i like that yeah, um, but, it's a comic book but so there was a line like in that actual development <laughs> in that show where allison's like yeah i'm doing method acting and i'm like that's it <laughs> Two days ago. i had forgotten we were even trying to find that that's funny yep oh. uh, that was just <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing when i read oh. this I was like, I was like, method acting? What's method acting? (laughs) And then that moment came back to me and I died. (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) By the way, if you do want to correct us, this is 100% the correct way to do it (laughs) with a five star review. I feel like we're getting to an area where now we're just really pandering for five star reviews like it matters. Oh, man. Uh, all right. And then uh Oh, thanks I could... Joe Bag of Joe's Bag <laughs> Joe's Bag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop in the middle of that name. Okay. Thanks Joe's Bag. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Joe's Bag of Donuts. You have replaced <laughs> You've replaced Volkai as our new favorite person in the universe. You're amazing. Thank you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we, have, we have one more. Uh, we have two more, but we have one more that's that's good. Um, so, f- so five stars. I don't get half the jokes. Don't worry, neither do we. But but I still love it. The positive vibes of these two to three people, depending on if the third person is participating, of these two to three man-childs... <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. I am from Germany, and every Sunday, my girlfriend forces me to take part in the house cleaning. Oh Thanks God, to this podcast, so... which I am listening to, I can bear this task and even laugh. Again, I would probably laugh more, but a lot of the jokes you will only get if you grew up in the U.S. and Canada. Um, yes, thank besides, you. Besides, <laughs> I love the mix of the cast with the coach being high legend and the others who just want to get five <laughs> wins per season with Control Shaman <laughs> to get the card back. <laughs> Let me just say one thing. I would. I am not good enough to get five wins with Control Shaman. I played three games, and it was about two hours of my life, and I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> um, 
by Battletag Zico. Currently, again, top 100 in wild and standard in Europe. Nice. Oh, my dude. Um, <laughs> and I have played this game since beta. And as a reminder that this game is there to have fun, help me to enjoy a game for what it is, a clown fiesta we all love, heart emoji. <laughs> that is an incredibly fantastic um, review. I really yeah. do appreciate it. And yes, we are man, we are man child, man child's man children. Um, sure. Men childs, men childs. We, I don't know. We um, come from a generation where, as adults, we get excited about all the toys we grew up with. I, th- I think that I, I think the generation previous is also that way. And if you've never watched American Pickers, the generation before <laughs> the generation before us also were obsessed with toys. This is not a new thing. It's just our but toys it, are way it's, cooler. It's, but like, it's kind of more accepted they, by adults. They now. collected like, like, yeah. bicycles. <laughs> I just want that to be out there. Bicycles. And also, maybe we should explain what American Pickers is. Or ca- they have Canadian Pickers. It's no, so- do they? Is it awesome? No, it's not. It's oh. really not. But you would think it's awesome. They couldn't be trying to make things more stereotypically Canadian at times. Like, it, as a Canadian, it reads like a script. It's like, come on, like really? It's kind it of so like bad. watching Strange Brew without the jokes. Like you're. By the way, why? by the way, the guy, I think the guy, Moranis is still in the U.S. and we claim him. By the way, he is no. American, so you just back off. He's a gem and <laughs> no, a no, treat. No. I would say back off. Get your own Rick Moranis. <laughs> we don't have our own Rick Moranis. <laughs> I know he's great. I Rick, love him. Rick Moranis is our Rick Moranis. Yeah, he um, is fantastic. But, oh, that was a wonderfully kind and wonderful review. Um, Thanks, Zico from Germany. You have replaced Joe's bag of donuts as our favorite person in the universe. And you are now also our favorite person in Germany. So um, (laughs) thank you so much for that. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Even even more so than Marco Sturm, who is a fantastic German hockey player that I was a big fan of growing up. Anyway. Wow, that's what we need. More hockey cast. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay this is now the we last have a review, review here a review here uh five stars from september 4 2019 so so <laughs> early days of the podcast it reads <laughs> squelch is a fun easy listen for anyone who enjoys playing hearthstone it's from Good. enthrallamund <laughs> so you know, this is as as one of our closest friends, because you were on the show yet, I don't think at this point. Um, no, I just glad... started playing Hearthstone again, like I am seven I'm... days before, maybe. I'm super glad that you put so much thought and effort into <laughs> into this review <laughs> for us. So much creativity. <laughs> I was just, I was sitting earlier. I think I was cleaning the garage, if I remember correctly. And I was, or maybe I was emptying the van from our vacation. I don't know. And I was listening to the podcast and I was like, well, you know what? I just, I keep meaning to sit and write a review, but I'm not going to. I should just do it right now. Like, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I like wrote like just the most tame, least personable, <laughs> most like paid a bot to write a review for your <laughs> podcast <laughs> Like, I'm uh, somebody who prides myself on creative process, and this is, nope. 
No. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yep. (laughs) Super kind of you. Um, You are not our favorite person (laughs) in the universe. (laughs) Just not at all. You are. You are not. You're not even our favorite person in Canada. Just not. You're truly not. Um, Okay. uh, (laughs) There are some fine, fine people. Craig's in Canada. He's of Canada. Says so. In his of Canada, Craig. Um. Should we move on to actual some more stuff? <laughs> Why don't we just list more Canadians that we like? My wife, Melanie, I like her a lot. Great Canadian. Your children, <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, they are both wonderful Canadians. Yep. My- <laughs> Your dog seems kind of good, except for we- not a big fan of the meadow, which is weird to me. But <laughs> We could go through my whole family one person. <laughs> very kind and wonderful father very <laughs> yeah yeah i do yeah uh, all right here we go hello old friend let's meet for tea after the match shall we we should thank you finley so this week uh in hearthstone i i kicked off my stream like twice this last week and it was a ton of fun so everybody that like tuned in it were they were my two biggest dreams um, since I had my brain surgery and not big, right? Like I don't ever get more than like nine or 10 like viewers at the same time. It's not like I'm a big time streamer or anything. I'm not at all. Um, but like people like actually in chat and having conversations and like being able to go back and forth, it was an absolute ton of fun. So on Friday I played, um, some Mally Druid with some of that new Demon Hunter deck that's super complicated and I do not understand at all. Uh, yeah, that that deck I was watching. Uh, well, I've lost to it a bunch now. Um, that's good. That's it, good. It just ignores the board and then just hits you in the face. Mm. That's how it, it but, works. It, but there's a bunch of stuff that controls the board. Yeah. So like you you just like you you clear the board. You're freeze mage. Oh, you freeze match. You just clear the board over and over, and thing. then you get like weapons up and deal like thirty damage over three or four turns and win. Oh, and that's what the Zephyrus is for. Yeah, so yeah. you can get Doomhammer at the yep. end of the game. Yeah, sure. I like whatever get you need. It. Yeah. So it's 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 Hat was playing on stream today and he said that. Um he was like, Yeah, it's freeze mage. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's right. It, it is, really. Pass. Yeah. And it, uh, I once lost like 15 ranks pre, like, pre, <laughs> like, rank floor with Freeze Mage. That was a day. Um, yeah. Who? Yeah. I was just anyway, like, I'm going to learn Freeze Mage. Sorry and then to I just up. lost. So you're playing Druid and you're playing some of that kooky oh, new yeah. Demon Hunter. Yep, yep. And that went fairly well. Um, a lot of fun. That I didn't win a bunch, but I didn't lose a bunch. Like I was kind of like hung. I won like 50, I was like fifty percent. Um, because I lost a bunch with Demon Hunter and won some with Maladruid. But then last night I queued. I uh, fired off the stream again because we just moved the recording data back a, a day because we weren't feeling super super hot. And so I was, I was like, "Well, I'll stream, I guess." And so I was like, "You know what? I'll do. I will stream." Like mage you mage with the goal of as many puzzle boxes of Yogg-Saron as possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, and also as much other crazy RNG. So like then double Netherwind portal and like got rid of like all the good cards and put like these bad RNG cards into the deck mm-hmm. <laughs> with like the idea of, you know, uh, I'm not going to win based on skill, but I can win based on RNG. And uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was so great. It was literally just like, I was Yu-Gi-Oh! Believing in the heart of the cards. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to win this game, but I'll probably get there somehow. <laughs> I did in for like a little bit. Uh, um, 
I, wo- I woke up after like a bit of a nap and then I was like, oh, Dan's still streaming. And it was pretty fun. It was pretty funny. I'm trying to remember yeah, exactly was- what was happening at the moment I came in, but it was, it was a pretty, it was a blast. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely do that again soon this week for sure. I think so. I'm definitely going to try and like actually get back to weekly streaming, not like daily or anything. That's, I don't have time for that, but like at least kicking the stream off once or twice a week, just because. Yeah. Why, why not? And it's a ton of fun. And it's my, it's kind of when like there's actually chat and stuff going on. It's my favorite way to play Hearthstone. Um, that and co op, because it's like you have like someone in the room with you. That's games are fun when people are enjoying them with you. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely do that again. So awesome. Watch my Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Or ignore <laughs> me too. It's probably the best. I'm the same way. It's like people, uh, I'm like, man, I, I'm trying to stream like just once a week for fun. And be like, you, if you really want to grow your stream, just like, stream like consistently at a certain time i'm like no i like the secret streams with no mods (laughs) (laughs) i'm live at one in the morning pacific why didn't anyone watch me (laughs) i've been in bed for three hours dude (laughs) uh what'd you do this week uh thralamund um i played a bunch on saturday so i put aside a whole bunch of like i was like saturday night i haven't played in a i didn't play a ton so on Saturday, I was like, had all this time set aside. Kids are going to bed. I'm just going to stay up till like one in the morning, just play Hearthstone. And uh, <laughs> the first two hours went great. I like was just, <laughs> I got up to 275. Nice. Um, and I was just like on a roll and I beat pizza. Pizza always beats me, even when I'm favored. I don't know what it is. I don't know why pizza is like my nemesis or something. I don't know. Because pizza's bonkers good and he plays generally tempo-based decks and you play priest. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I've definitely, like, I've definitely lost my fair share to to pizza. And I... I... Oh, I forgot to mention that I totally beat Viper on stream. (laughs) We're just going to assume it was the real Viper. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) It was all golden, Um, right? It was was all golden. Anyway, hey, I like, finally. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe it was. It was be cool. Um, so <laughs> I, I finally beat pizza. That was pretty exciting. Um, that is I, pretty I, exciting. I don't know if I've beat him before. Maybe. Uh, but um, and then I like posted to you guys in in like our old Slack channel, just like, hey, check this out, because I don't want to seem like too cocky. And then I went on an eight game losing streak. Good job. Yeah, and then I won one game, and then I went on like a five game losing streak. And like nice. by that point, I, I wasn't mad. Um, I was frustrated from some games, but I must have definitely been tilting because there's no way you lose like 13 to 14 games without being tilted, right? Like that. Yeah. I don't know. So I kept yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. I kept playing through the tilt. And uh, on the whole, I'm, I can't go back and see what my record was, but I went from like rank 275 down to 1500. Just nice work. Like, and it's a pretty good chance you're going to play me in the ladder pretty soon. Yeah, and like one of the things that happened though is that new Demon Hunter deck was up and it was just like I just Demons? couldn't win. I couldn't Demons. win versus that deck. Like I just all my hand yeah. is like board clear and they like won't yeah. play minions and I'm like, no. mm, "Okay, like what am I doing here?" Uh and then they just beat me up in like two yes. three turns. So um that was actually really interesting. It'd been a long time since I've like had losing streaks like that. I had an eight game losing streak, a five game losing streak and a seven game losing streak in one night. It's a lot of hearthstone. I played that is a lot of losing man. Seven hours or something. 
six that's hours. That's when you just like put the Hearthstone away and like. Yeah, I I wouldn't say I had a bad night though. Like I hey, then don't and, then right. I've had I've had nights like that before where it's like, hey, I actually lost more than I won, but I still had a really good I, time tonight. So. I think I've had like a well over 50% win rate for the last couple months, like up near 60%. So like, I yeah. think um, I was definitely due for a time, but I definitely should have put it away. <laughs> uh, but it, it was actually a bit of a but, relief mm-hmm. too. Cause like, I'm a little yeah. less worried, but I am still really enjoying priest. I keep logging in. I keep being like, even today I logged in for about eight games and I was like, um, Oh, you know, I really want to play mage Highlander mage. And I really want to play uh, uh quest lock. They look so much fun. And then I'm just like, but I could just play Priest. It's so much fun. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I just queued Priest again. I guess I'm just really loving the deck. I don't, it's definitely become like a a top, one of my favorite decks of all time. There's no question. I I can't stop playing it. I've been playing it for two months now. Three months? A month and and a half? half A month and a half? Two months? It's Um, a long time, man. It's been a while. Yeah. I don't know. It's right up there. It's so much fun. All right. Enough talking about that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I got to a low enough rank that I had my first ever uh, priest <laughs> opponent pregame concede. Yeah. In it's the like mirror. Not. Yeah. It hadn't <laughs> happened before. Everyone's talking about how everyone's conceding the mirror. And I was like, oh, man, it hasn't happened. And they were saying even at higher ranks it was happening, but it hadn't happened to me. No one had conceded. So that happened today. That's so funny. I don't yeah. understand conceding the mirror unless it's just like that miserable but i well they don't want to play for 40 minutes right that's i guess but like if you don't want to play for 40 minutes why are you playing that deck (laughs) yeah that's a great point (laughs) because it's not good enough to like put that kind of time into it right so it's like and i think the priest mirror is super skill intensive like and it, it it's not skill intensive it's if you know how to play the priest mirror like i i often just find that i have a huge leg up in the priest mirror like my yeah. my stats for for the mirror are like crazy they're some of my best matchups um so i think that that's maybe partly what gets me excited i'm like ooh, i know how to play this <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like and often my opponent does too um for sure yeah. it's not like like other people don't know how but there are definitely people where i'm like you know maybe you should have worried about the board a little bit more there lou like that's you know so <laughs> Um, and then, uh, the other thing is Matt at arms had a super, really nice tweet today where he referred to me and you as his best friends in the Hearthstone community. And I just wanted to say, Matt, I agree. And we're going to need a three part best friends necklace or a five part best friend necklace. Yeah, we could with a heart, three hearts. I want the middle part of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The middle. (laughs) I am the glue that holds us all together. No, I'm the I'm the cream filling, man. Mm. <laughs> All right, this is getting weird. Let's. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm an Oreo. Cream filling. I'm, an Oreo. I'm, I'm like this is I'm an Oreo weird. Cookie. But you I have also Oreos hungry. in Canada. Do you have yeah. Oreos in Canada? I had an Oreo yesterday. Mm. Do you have like all the crazy flavors of Oreo? I don't know, man. I don't really like Oreos. So, if your cookie mm. comes in a box or like a sleeve, like I don't really want it. Is that weird? Like Chips Ahoy. Well, Oreos I mean. Or- they're hard no, and crunchy, but, and they hurt 
I mean, they don't hurt, but they're like, what? Wait a minute. Aren't you supposed to be like English people? Like with your biscuits that are always crunchy? Like, aren't you supposed to like the crunchy cookies? <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be an English person. My grandma's English and I liked her there cooking, you go. Yep. but she never made me hard cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I was not well, that's very strange. Um, but, but all this one, talk one, of cookies my... has got me hungry. This was the perfect segue. I tried to make saying? that segue like a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> when you said cream filled. I said it's weird, but I'm hungry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> this is the most squelch segue ever now. Never mind. I was going to talk about how my grandma used to make Yorkshire puddings. It's like my favorite food ever. Ooh, I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sure it's very tasty. Oh, they're delicious. Taste my blades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, you're the best. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, taste my blades or anything similar to it, really, you can head over to squelchcast.com and then just like click on leave us a message and you can do that and we'll play it on the show and you'll be awesome. Like Matt at Arms is. Um, yeah, we want <laughs> listener drops for the taste my blades. We like it would be fantastic. I would love every week if we had a different person saying taste my blades. That would make me very yeah, happy. Yeah, I taste my blades or really any of them if you want, but taste my blades is kind of the most fun because it was completely accidental. Um, and we probably have to retell that story white while we're tasting blades on Naga Sandwich at some point because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but let's not do it now that you brought it up. <laughs> oh, nope, not going to. Definitely not going to. Um, so what's our first good ingredient this week? All right, so our first good ingredient <laughs> is a 20-second Twitch clip from Dan's stream the other night. It is fantastic. So he's playing... Uh, uh, is it Magey a full Mage Mage deck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magey Mage. He's playing Magey Mage. Not re- not Highlander though, right? Just just nope, Magey nope. Mage. And yep, um, I took out the good cards for double puzzle box too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yep. with his opponent on fifteen health, uh, Hero Portrait Reno randomly decides to cast Glowfly Swarm for Dan at the beginning of his turn. Well, Dan has a randomly generated Tundra Rhino in his hand, giving them all charge, ten damage plus. He's got a fireball in hand, so it made for one over lethal. Just like perf- basically perfect lethal. Like, why do you have a Tundra Rhino in your hand? I don't know. Something earlier in the look. game. Glowfly Swarm for four. Like, the exact amount of glow supplies you needed. Which is actually fewer than you would likely get in that deck, usually. And and yeah. it just made for a hilarious finish to the game. My favorite part is that you're laughing and cheering for yourself so so hard, you didn't realize that you hadn't attacked with the last minion. That's, like, my favorite. <laughs> that was, like, my favorite part of it. In my head, what I, I think the saddest part about it was, in my head, I was like, those are bugs. And Hearthstone makes bugs beasts, right? And so I was like, I think these are beasts. I'm like, they are beasts. <laughs> Why is a bug a beast? <laughs> I don't know. But in my head, I was like, I think those bugs are beasts. Because um, other bugs are beasts, right? And so <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason in Hearthstone, bugs are beasts. And, so uh, weird. It's, it's almost just like this great moment. And that's just, so it's just magey mage with all the RNG. And it is just yeah. glorious. I had like... I did, went re- I did really well with this. So I went like 61% over the course of the night, like got up to like two or three stars rank four um, after getting up there and falling back down to like rank uh, rank five again and then getting back up again. And it was just, it was just honestly, you just had to like play stuff and I was like, okay, well they play a bunch of spells. So the twilight portal will be pretty good. And like, just, it, it's just the weirdest planning because like, okay, 
there's nothing in my hand that does anything, but my entire hand can do something if the right things happen. <laughs> and so it's all about just like positioning for a crazy RNG turns. And it was just the most wonderful fun, like just the absolute most wonderful fun. And then by the end of the stream, I had like had a puzzle box counter up. So I think I played puzzle box nine times and seven of them were really good puzzle boxes. And one was really, really bad <laughs> where it just discarded my entire deck <laughs> tracking into tracking <laughs> right 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 tracking into tracking i was there for that one that was great it um, was a good so, one so yeah so that clip which should come on let's get that's got to be on trolden right like that was so good yeah hat um, hat tweeted at trolden so hopefully we'll see I'm yeah glad. all right and so um that was the first good the not so good this week is yui's feelings so <laughs> we have it on record that last night this poor yui person was just hanging out jamming games on ladder and this lucky Dano guy hits lethal off of random Reno Glowfly Swarm into Tundra Rhino and Mage. So that was our not so good was Yui's feelings. Well, he was, so Yui was playing kind of like a different sort of a quest lock. It was like super controlling and super late game oriented with like just craziness. And so I was like, oh, after, after this game, I have to friend request this person. So I did send a friend request, but they, they didn't accept it, which I thought was... <laughs> I made sense after after I thought about it for a few minutes. <laughs> for sure. All but right. it was out of like genuine interest in their deck, not because I was trying to be like oh, yeah. mean about it. But well, that's the unfortunate thing about like having thousands of jerks playing our game is that you don't get to make it's new true. friends. It's All true. right. Now on to the real not so good. Uh, speaking of, speaking of that's just the saddest of transition. <laughs> That actually is a really good segment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. So this came from Gia uh, on Twitter. I suppose most of you know who she is. She does a lot of the Hearthstone streaming, just the APAC stuff. And so, like, if you've been paying attention to Twitter or social media for, like, Hearthstone and esports in general this last week, it's it's been a lot of stuff about um, sexual harassment and whatnot. And it's been actually really, like awful to hear but then like also nice for people to actually be noticing it so we just want to read what gia said here um because it was written to like men who play hearthstone and we feel like that's that's us so um we're gonna read through it and then we may or may not um comment on it if we feel like we should at the end i guess so um so it starts with, with so many women coming forward with stories of sexual harassment in the gaming community. I want to make these requests of men who want to help out but don't know where to start. Small things, but we can always do more. Um, so I'll so, read. She's got four points here. Do you want, you want me to read the first one? I'll read the first yeah, one. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. So, um, and and these these points are fabulous. And, uh, and yeah, and... and all right, I'm just going to start. Here we go. Uh, yes. Stop comparing women just because they're women. Too many guys use lines like, I think you're better than, insert woman in the community here, thinking it's a compliment. So ill-informed. Why compare how two women specifically do at their jobs when hundreds of other men have the same job? This toxic mentality insinuates there's only room for a handful of women. The next um, point was... Teach, teach each other to be better. So teach each other to be better when you hear something sexist, especially when no women are present. If we tell you privately about our struggles, you are quick to comfort and empathize, which is appreciated. 
but rarely have I heard of guys calling out other guys. Maybe it's because you don't feel entitled to speak on things women primarily struggle with, but sexism isn't just a women's issue, it's a human issue, and our voice matters. We need men to hold each other accountable since most of the time we're not there for these conversations that allow sexist behavior to fester and normalize. Um, And that is, I think, super powerful, especially I think, you know, the squelch discord is primarily men. That's something that we think about quite a bit, actually. So especially now after Gia's tweet. So, yeah, I also I also know one thing I want to say about that was um, for me uh, growing up, I was always a little dude. And pretty sensitive kid. Um, and like a lot of people, like I, like I was, I was bullied quite a bit, like in a couple of formative years of my life. And I remember being like all sorts of ages and hearing all sorts of sexist talk, obviously among guys. Um, but I remember very much up until kind of my early twenties, like kind of feeling intimidated to by like certain people when they would say it. Like, if it was a friend or something, often, you know, or, like, obviously, as a, a young man, too, I participated in some of it um, and at times. and and But as I grew older, like, just kind of learning to be, like, like, you don't have to be, like, well, like, you don't have to attack a person to call them out for something. And just being, like, hey, like, why is that funny? Or, like, I don't get it. Or, like, if someone's making a joke... Or if someone's saying something, just being like, I, "Like this just makes me like really uncomfortable. Like that doesn't sound like you're being nice," or like things like that. Um, I remember when I started saying that in those kinds of um, situations, uh, it was really scary at first. And um, but there's always like a bunch of other guys in the room who are like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, so I don't know. That's like I was reflecting on that those kind of periods in my life and. Uh, and now I'm not such a wimp. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say it wasn't, I mean, so t- about 12 years ago, I, I really started being educated um, on this kind of stuff just through when I returned to college after the Navy. Um, Cause as you can imagine, being on an all male boat was not necessarily great <laughs> for women. Um, <clears throat> I can only imagine. Uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it was definitely, you know, it just wasn't the kind of environment where it, you don't have to go into that. Right. It was awful. But, um, but I had some great classes at Mankato state here in Minnesota. Um, and then just some really like great professors and women who were like, yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a grown up. I'm not a girl. Like, please call me a woman. Um, I, we're not girls. And that was like, that kind of thing <laughs> stuck with me. And that's, it's such an easy thing to like fix. And it's a great place to start. If you like, you don't know how to kind of like say, Hey, you know, that's not really appropriate. Um, as one of that's where I kind so- of got, my comfort level at first was just kind of like women, like what women they're, they're, they're women. They're not, they're not girls. Cause it's just like making them, that just makes them out to be children. Right. And that's just yeah. not, not okay. Cause on well, how weird it would it be if you called men boys all the time. Like, yeah, that's right. And it's like, and, that, it, and you but, can, and there, there are certain contexts where like the boys, cause someone will like just say naysay. Right. It's like, Oh, for the point, you know, I'm just going to say that people do say call men boys. Yes, they do. But it's different. And you know it. Um, <laughs> so I'm not um, even going to, I'm not going to start that conversation. There's no conversation to be had there. So, no. and this, I'll start with this next one because I, I like. I think we're, what we're talking about right now leads into the next one, which is um, think twice about how your jokes read. I'll be the first to admit I'm guilty of this too. 
It's so commonplace in the gaming community to respond to serious posts with phrases like simp, white knight, do it for her, or hope she sees this bro. Policing language is always tricky because maybe you're used to people knowing that you're memeing. But before you send out that message, do a double take. What was the OP trying to say? Was the OP original person trying to say something in earnest? Will everyone who sees it take away the right message? Oftentimes, jokes we take for granted make less informed people feel justified using those phrases in an unintentionally harmful way. So um, I think like semiotics and language are something that people often shrug off as being like they're just words. Um, and and one of the thoughts I always and, and one of my firm beliefs is like words are the structure of how we think. And if the structure of how we think includes hundreds of more degrading terms for one kind of person than another, that's problematic in the way that we're thinking about things. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too. Well, well, yeah, no. And this is so this is this. I think this is so important for this is such an important one for, I think, gaming culture and Internet culture um, where like memes and jokes and that kind of stuff just travel so quickly. Right. Where like you just kind of like use the like, like and this is going to get off topic of what Gia was in, originally saying, but it's a personal story. and I'm happy to I want to share it here. <clears throat> where I was casting a match um, and somebody posted in, in the chat, you know, these casters are, and then an emote. And I had never, <clears throat> I'd never seen it before. And it was, wasn't one of the ones where like, if you run normal Twitch, it shows up, you have to like run by like whatever it is that runs the other emotes. I, I'm almost 40. I don't know. Um, So I, I, uh, I copied it um, and then I Googled it and it was just, so what it, was just the most incredibly offensive thing towards people on the autism spectrum. Um, it was just basically just saying, you know, it was just, you know, it was just a hard R. It was just basically a way to use the hard R. Um, and as many of you probably know, I, I've mentioned it before, my son has um, ASD autism. So it's on the autism spectrum. And it affected me in a way that I could never, I could never imagine because it really, it just set me into a spiral that night. So I didn't Google it until after I was done with the cast because like I could tell the context wasn't great and that it would affect me during the cast. I, I, so I didn't want to do anything about that. So I Googled it after I was done. And it was just like, and this is going to be my son's life. Like this is going to be what we have to deal with forever um, because this is, the, this is the world. And I bawled all night long. Um, and it was, I know I messaged Enthrallman about it and <clears throat> Matt and other people. Um, cause it affected me in just an incredibly difficult way. And it affected me for days and, and days afterwards. Um, eventually I ended up reaching out to the person and we talked and they were, you know, they were like, you know, Oh, I didn't know the, what that meant. I just thought it meant stupid. And it's like, well, it, yeah, but you, you do see where this is coming from. Right. And like the context of it and everything. And they, and they were cool about it and we're, we're, we're just fine. But, um, it's, Think about what what you're saying and the words that you're saying and their context, and especially when it comes to like memes and that kind of stuff, because they travel faster than people who realize what they actually can mean. Um, and just because you didn't mean it that way doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that, yeah. right? You, so you don't get to control the experiences that the audience brings to the table. You don't get yeah. to control meaning in words. Isn't 
limited to your intent. Now, yep. your intent can make it softer for the person hearing it if they hear afterwards that you didn't mean it that way. But you don't get to tell someone not to be offended by something um, because it, it um, uh, m- meaning is fluid. And um, and often, um, though, in gaming communities, they're using language where like the, the originations of, of the meanings are pretty intense and... Uh, and the people are just trying to be edgy, trying to be edge lords, which I didn't even know what edge lords meant until like a month ago, and I got a hard time for it. And now I used it this week when I was talking about people. But yeah, I think um, I think hearing people's stories is what changes our mind, right? Like I remember being eight years old and coming home and using the hard R, and um, uh, I'd heard it all the time at school. Kids said it all the time, and uh, my mom um, has a family member who had a really tough life. Uh, and, uh, uh, was bipolar and, um, uh, growing up in the fifties and sixties. And that's what the kids would call him when they would pick on him. And she told me that story. And, um, I honestly, I think I still said it for a couple more years, but it wasn't as intense. And I felt shame for saying, you know what I mean? Like I felt shame. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was a, a, middle teenager it was pretty pretty rare it would come out of my mouth but i, yeah, I, I remember say... always feeling shame and and that shame is good right like that shame is like <laughs> i should feel uncomfortable yeah. using that word and it it helped change me into a better person um yeah and and you need to think about um like a joke's just a joke it's just a joke that that is my like one of my least favorite sayings like ever yeah I, and it's i just, just hate that saying it's it's like yeah you don't get to say yeah. that. I think you had a really good point where it's like you don't get to control how somebody feels about what they um how they feel about the words that you said. Like that's not that's once those words are said, it's not what's out of your control at that point. And how you meant them doesn't matter. If someone says they are offended, it is not your job to tell them why they shouldn't be. Um that's just not how that works. So nope. um I and think you get, that, and- you know, it's important for us, especially as men, especially as uh, a lot of us will be white men um, who really didn't grow up with any of that stuff. Right. And so like, you know, as a white cis male, it's super easy to be like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything though. Right. Because we never had any of those Mm -hmm. difficulties or situations growing up. And so like those, those hard moments aren't there for us. And so I think it's incredibly important for us to reflect on our words um, before we post them and before we say them, because they matter a lot and you will never know how someone might, how something that you might say just off the top of your head could just trigger somebody. And I know that there's a lot of really difficult things. And I post on Twitter about um, sexual harassment and sexual assault. And I tried to read every one of them because they were written and posted in earnest and, and from a very scary place. And I thought the least thing I could do was, was read them because I, yeah. So um, um, one of, one of the things that I also obviously hear and retort to this all the time, right. Is like, what like snowflakes like people are too sensitive blah 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 and it's like honestly if 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 trying to change to make the people around you happier um is that difficult or or like it annoys you that much like you might kind of be a selfish person like if if well, i think it's a weird part of internet culture right where we have like we have turned everything into this like 
the internet grew up in a very weird place. And I think like it is important for us to like actually acknowledge that and unpack that and then just start admitting that like sometimes comedy is not funny. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> podcasts, like the McElroy brothers, I'm, I'm sure everyone knows my brother, my brother and me, they do a thousand of their podcasts. They're amazing. Um, one of the McElroy brothers retweeted a comedian who was like, can we just all admit that when a comedian says something that is edgy or blah, 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 I don't remember the exact words. I couldn't do it justice. It's not funny. And it was never actually funny in the first place. And that we should just all stop that. And I was like, yeah, can we please just do that? <laughs> but there's also, there's also like, we also need to talk about context and like, like the context of sometimes like going to a show of a comedian who you know is edgy yeah you're probably gonna hear some stuff the context of a hearthstone chat room shouldn't be that like sexism and racism flies that should not be a context where that's a thing yeah that's twitch chat right that's how twitch chat is so awful i remember but that's that's like we've accepted the twitch chat is this thing like no twitch is where you go if you like a video game like it's not it shouldn't I'm sorry, I get upset when I like like I know. I'm with you. It's it's like the context of like going to Twitch and watching someone play a video game, the expectation should not be that you will be you will be offended in in thirty seconds of like a big channel. Like that shouldn't um, be a thing. Yeah. Or, and or watching so, the play Hearthstone broadcast. Yeah. Like like that just shouldn't be an expectation. And so like, this was something that came up that happened to me recently. So I've been like, everyone knows I've been getting into chess lately. And so when you get, when I get into something, I want to go watch other people play it because I find that very interesting. It's a thing I enjoy doing. Um, and so I got into some pretty big, like big chess Twitch channels. That's where you always start with when you start watching new stuff, right? You never go to the small (laughs) ones. You always start with the big ones. Um, and chess.com, which is a really, which is a, one of the bigger chess web pages, um, was hosting a, a tournament for, um, apparently when I was getting into it, apparently other people were also getting into it, which was super weird. And I felt like I, but I didn't, um, but anyway, so a bunch of like big time, major, major streamers, like variety streamers were like getting into chess simultaneously was kind of a cool thing. And so chess.com was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to hop on this. We're going to jump on this bandwagon. We're going to have these, all these, you know, people play in a big tournament. And one of them was a former Hearthstone streamer who I think if you've been around long enough, you'll probably know who I'm talking about, whose chat was, um, it kind of made the word offensive just doesn't even begin to start. Disgusting. Right? They were, they were terrorists. Basically they would go and they would just terrorize women and they would terrorize people of color. And they were, they were awful. And, and this person was invited to this tournament. And I said in one of the big chat, I said in one of these, I'm like, why are you inviting this person? Their chat room is literally toxic. And they have said in interviews that they don't care that Twitch chat isn't their problem. I'm like, why are you platforming this person? Um, and I got shouted down hard. Um, and it was like, that's what, what do you No, It's not okay. That and this happened. It's not okay. That it's happened in the past. And it's, this is, it's not appropriate. And we don't, we shouldn't platform these people. Um, I feel like that kind of stuff is is so important. And like, I think, you know, chess.com did a bad job when they were vetting. They didn't think about who they were platforming. And that was, it's bad on them. And they don't get a pass for that because none of us get passes for that. Like if we are platforming anybody, it's our responsibility to know what we're doing. Um, It goes for like a small podcast like us or something big, like somebody, like a big other streamer, right? Like it's, or if someone does let you know about something, it isn't your job to shout down. It is your job to research, right? Like sometimes it's best to listen. So, um, yeah. all I right. Guess. Hey, let's, let's get to the, that was really well said. I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, uh, let's get to the last one. Oh, I think this one's yours. 
Okay, yeah. So um, never stop listening and learning. <laughs> so um, sexism is an age-old and yet ever-evolving issue. So many times I thought I was woke only to realize I hadn't considered other perspectives, that even as a woman, my experience could be completely different to another woman's. Empathy is key. Um, and I can't say that better than she said it. So uh, I have nothing to really add to that. To that. So I think um, I think empathy is key is a great note to end on. Yeah. So um, I think it's I, I think we definitely want to preface or end this. You know, we are two white men. We are yep. two white cis men. We're two white yep. straight cis men, right? So like all the privilege, right? So um, as two white men, what we don't want to do is take ownership of Gia's message. We will. Obviously, this has been retweeted by me. I think it's been retweeted by Enthralamund. You can go and find it. It's all over the place, right? This is Gia's message, 100%. Um, but since she wrote this to four men in Hearthstone, in the Hearthstone community, we wanted to reflect on her words. Um, and we definitely wanted to to read them because we think they are incredibly important. Um, I will do my best to get them in the show notes if I can um, because I think they're just super important. So, um, you know, we probably got stuff wrong. I know that, you know, we don't plan. You all know we don't plan this stuff out really well. <laughs> so, like, um, <laughs> yeah. if something that we said bothered you or offended you or was just wrong, like, we're sorry and tell us. Like, we do want to <laughs> listen. Um, For like, sure. the, o- the only way that this gets better is by listening. Um, and I know I am not the best at that. And I, someone that will dig my heels in and then after the fact be like, oh man, what was I doing there? Why did I even. I- I sometimes have to have a bad opinion and and become embarrassed by it, like the story I told. Um, yeah. So and it it, um, uh, it hopefully takes me less time to become embarrassed of those bad opinions <laughs> as I've gotten older. Um, but like, hey, like raised in Canada in 1980 and 1990, right? Like we we were given we were we were given a structure and a lens through which to see the world, right? And um, and and it's hard to question those things, and it's important to question them, and important to listen, and to empathize the best you can with other people's yeah. stories. Hear other people's stories. That's yeah. But we do we this we don't want the conversation to end with us. We're not we know we're not the experts, but nope. we did want we thought this was just incredibly important. And this week has been tough on many different levels um, for I think the gaming community, and hopefully it gets better because of it. So, um, but we just want to like. Like huge thank you to like Gia and all the women of Hearthstone, like the badass women of Hearthstone. They are incredible. And if you're not following like all of them, you're doing it <laughs> wrong because they're just some fantastic players and just a fantastic community kind of lurking. Um, it's so much respect to them. They put up with so much extra garbage. Do you think that like being on Twitch or or casting in the first place, you don't deal with a lot of a lot of trash talk or garbage coming at you? Like like that's um that's that's yeah, it's sad. It's sad and and amazingly strong people to be able to do that. I I wouldn't be able to handle that. That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. So, but I think uh we can move on to the best good. What's our best good? Hey. Best good solo content. Boom. Uh a user by the name of kfim20 made a Reddit post. Uh that Mounted Arms um posted in Discord, I believe. Um, the free adventure is great for kids. That was the title and went through and explained why his, his, um, kid really liked it. And I agree. It absolutely is. Um, I had fun mostly playing through it. I was a little bored at times. The rhyming got a little old and I like rhyming. So, like... Well, you're wrong. Cause rhyming never gets old. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, but um, <laughs> the difficulty level was absolutely perfect for my nine-year-old. Like, Ninja Nageo had a blast going through it. It was just hard enough to be a challenge, but it was a challenge he could get through himself in a few tries. Um, and uh, the characters are, like, expressive, and they're very different from each other. Um, almost like a like a young or an older child young teenager like tv show they really pop off the screen the story made sense and it was easy to follow (laughs) and things actually happened in the story like and then the game changed based on the things that happened like that doesn't always happen in the adventures it never Um, happens in the adventure it was a linear (laughs) story yeah no it was cool the characters changed the bad guys were defeated quests were accomplished uh, he was so excited getting across like the wasteland uh, in the vehicle encounter. Um, and then the last thing, it's free. <laughs> like, yeah. It was free. So uh, Nate started unlocking like Galakron's Awakening with gold. And so far when I buy him stuff in game, which isn't too often, um, I got him. He really liked the Arana hero portrait. So um, I was kind of like, you know what? I could afford to spend 25 bucks on Hearthstone this week, but... Um, I won't buy it for me. I'll buy it for Nate. He he really liked it. So I bought it for him. But Galakron's Awakening, he started to unlock. And I can't, like, gift him the, like, two-thirds of it. Like, I'd have to go on his account and attach my payment information. And I'm kind of like, I know I could do that. But, like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. But it's frustrating he can't card, craft cards from there. Um, he keeps seeing Risky Skipper on ladder. And he really wants to play Risky Skipper. And so he's just like slowly saving up the gold to get Risky Skipper. That's hard. And oh my like, gosh. I didn't oh, even think about Risky yeah. Skipper, which is like you just can't play Warrior without it, right? Yeah. So he's like two, I think, things away from getting it. Maybe 1,400 more gold. Like that's a lot, right? It's a so, lot of gold. Um, yeah, it's kind of tough. Anyway, but it was free. And, but, and yes. uh, so it's accessible. It's free. It was fun. Um, my son had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, like, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I I enjoyed it, I guess. Like, I, I didn't do it in one sitting, like, you know, or even one playthrough. Like, I, I did it a little bit at a time. It didn't hold my interest, like, so much. But, like, uh, it's a nice reminder just that um, I'm not the only customer. Yes, I agree. That's <laughs> super great. I, I played the first wing, um, and I'll finish it up as I get to it. I haven't finished it yet. Um, But I, I've enjoyed it so far. I thought it was actually interesting. I thought the like the first boss of the first wing, I thought Marie, the you forced him to discard was super kind of, it was fun and interesting and different. It wasn't just punch him in the face with a bunch of health. Right. So yeah. I, I, I really liked it. I, you know, I think that these adventures are such a great way to get new players into the game. I think, you know, creating these adventures for people like the two of us and, you know, the, the whales and the people who are going to play your game, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple tens of hours per week. Like, you know, I don't feel like maybe we're not the right audience. I think there's a whole bunch of people who play the solo content by themselves. Like that's all they do. And if you can get them comfortable enough and have fun enough to get them on ladder, I think that's a great place to start. So I love that this story is actually making sense. That's great to hear. I know the last one didn't. I know it bothered you a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, I, that's just fantastic. I, don't remember. I think it bothered you and I think it didn't bother me. And I think what? that didn't bother me what 
Really? I'm pretty sure it bothered you. I think it made no sense, and you were like, it makes no sense. And no, I, was like, I, I didn't like that the ending... Yeah, no, I didn't like that the ending was a picture, and like, <laughs> nothing happened. There wasn't even a story. There was no epilogue. Like, it was just like, but is Rafam like, so like, getting re- away? Re- like, they, there's just a photo. Yeah. They aren't even telling us, like... Well, like, and like, yeah. Reno was a dragon, but he forgot he was a dragon. That was kind of a bummer, right? Like, why not let Reno remember he's a dragon? How cool is that? They like, should have put the dragon tag on the Reno card the moment 100%. they revealed that. 100%. It would have been such a great lore yes. win if yes. they had made the Reno card a Make dragon. Reno a dragon. Yes, that'd been awesome. Yeah. I mean, but they have, they made other, like, human analogs of dragons who haven't been dragons so i understand why they wouldn't but like, make, a re- make a reno version of dragon and release it how awesome would that be right oh, like, i bet you it'll happen that's gonna i hope happen, so right? like a 412 reno that just does complete total random nonsense like i yeah. am there for that, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> um but no i'm that's that that that's awesome to hear i'm super happy that the adventure is good um yeah let's get salty let's get salty and throw them on <laughs> so, so the podcast got- is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like we've had our our salt's been a little bit over the top, so like we just moved it a, to a slightly different direction this week, and I think you'll you'll notice uh, where we went with it pretty quickly. So, um, I found these say on YouTube because YouTube is the best place to go for all of the nonsense, which I think is is also scary because people get their news from there and. But yeah, di- that's a different thing, discussion eh? <laughs> for a different discussion for a different podcast. But like the angriest stuff that we can find and, and also the, maybe the dumbest and sometimes funniest is, is on YouTube. Um, and that is worrisome on many levels. But let's get on to it. Right. So this first one comes from. Uh, oh, shoot. I forgot to put the. Um, uh, oh, Ecor. Right. Ecor. So small, smallish. I think like it does get like 900 views. Something like that. So pretty good, actually. Uh kid 2021 maybe maybe younger so so it, it, in the comment section of uh tempo De- tempo demon hunter guide uh <laughs> carlo ramirez writes day two of asking ecor if he smokes weed do you <laughs> <laughs> and then, then there, there's, there's a that's, reply that's not how he asked that day two of asking ecor if he smokes weed do you? Oh, that's such a bad 90s stereotype. <laughs> I can't even continue all right and then uh, 420 space <laughs> response. Policeman space question mark XD. <laughs> and this is my favorite response. The re- OP response. Nah, just curious as a fellow practitioner of that art. <laughs> you just smoking weed, dude. No big deal. So someone needs to reply under that. So policeman. <laughs> <laughs> And these next four come from uh, oh, fi- one of Firebass' more recent but videos. I, I love. Hang on, hang on. I just love this that the dude is like, you know, Carlo Ramirez is watching this ecop video, being like, "Dude, I want to smoke weed with ecop." <laughs> this guy definitely smokes. <laughs> like, I, like I, that would be a blast, you know. That's awesome. Uh. <laughs> Not, I want to co-op with you, Gov. No, nah, I want to. Just want to smoke. Smoke a cop. Let's smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, these are great. All right, so the next comes from Firebats uh, Desert Obelisk series. And if you haven't been watching Firebats videos like over the past week or so of him just trying to find the dumbest ways to lethal and Hearthstone, go back and watch them. They're they're 
true gems. Um, they should be a, a, a first good or a best good for sure. Um, but uh, uh, Molifard, Molifard, I don't know. Firebats editor needs a raise. Literally my favorite individual on the internet. <laughs> You want to read the response? Sure. And then here's the reply from Firebat. This is the real Firebat, not his editor replying to you. I shall give him all the money. <laughs> Once again, this is Firebat, not his editor. <laughs> and then, and then Moments 12 responds, Firebat, that's exactly what someone would say if they were the editor of the video. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. That's the joke. <laughs> And then there was this great, this great, great <laughs> comment later on down. It was one off like after reading it. So, uh, D007 is, is itation. Um, D007ization. I, oh, I am really right. interested in this like username. I'm so impressed that you got that. I'm so impressed with people. I'm, so my biggest fear, this is, well, I have many big fears. I, I deal with a lot of anxiety. Um, but, uh. <laughs> One of my big fears is that someday I'm actually going to have like people watching my stream on a regular basis and I'm going to have like follows and subs and stuff. And that'd be incredible. I don't ever expect to have subs, but like follows on a regular enough basis of people that I don't know that I'm going to have like usernames like that that I need to read and I will never be able to do it correctly. Like, I think it is the most incredible like skill of like the large streamers. They're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. There's like, like weird numbers and everything's backwards and upside down. They just read it perfectly. And I'm like, what? How did you get there? Like, is uh, that practice? It's just incredible to me. I don't, I don't one know. One of the things as a teacher that totally happens is people are like, oh, man, names. Names are so hard. And you're like, well, if you like actually just take the time to try and learn them, first of all, my job is important. But then the other thing is my last name is like, it's not that hard, but apparently it is. <laughs> like, no one gets my last name right if they've never heard it. So, like, I'm always like, first day of class, I'm always like, if I get your name wrong, I'm sorry. you got to tell me. I want to learn how to say it properly. And then I'm like, but people get my name wrong all the time. So I don't feel that bad. <laughs> All right, let's go. So they um, say, so they quote, remember, remember Desert Obelisk? <laughs> they responded their own to the quote. Yes, I've played Evolve Effects. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst get it's on Evolve the Effects. Worst. Yeah. Like, that is well, a this great is, call. This is dead. <laughs> Need to that evolve a- two more of these <laughs> just to do five damage. <laughs> oh so that was fun so we we went with we went with a little dumb this week for for, for, <laughs> for the salt i thought it was a good good transition yeah. um all right you know what i could do with the story i could do with the story i'm feeling like i want a good story tonight do we have any stories mm, this one's a real do you have a story? Head, o- head over here to the squelch library i just opened the door (laughs) it's been a while since we've done we've done a a a, uh lore has it been since bot was on the show that we did like Uh, i did edwin right maybe yeah it could be Uh, edwin was so good that it's hard to have anything that tops edwin i thought i was so like fascinated by edwin's story but anyway so this one's about um altruist the shirtless um because if you actually see, so yeah, he doesn't wear a shirt ever. He just like has no. just 
and like the dude's got like just the most narrow waist. Like it is intimidating how narrow his waist is. But anyways, to be fair, I've only seen one photo of him. So, oh, so I had to go to like I went to like the Wikipedia stuff. Where they had a but they, they had all of his like in game stuff, right? And so he's is, never wearing a shirt. I'm like, why isn't he wearing a shirt? Like it's altruist like dog when he becomes a demon hunter because like when people become yes. demon hunters, they leave their old life behind, right? Does yep. this dog yep. finally take his shirt off and then like never put a shirt? Who knows? On. Who knows? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yes, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so Ultras used to be best pals with Illy Dilly, but one day Illy Dilly got super into demons, demons, and Ultras was like, you know, the emo tempo tantrums are one thing, but I can't handle all the demons, demons. <laughs> I don't think you are the same Illy Dilly that used to be awesome. You know what? I don't even see you at local shows anymore. You know what, Illy Dilly? I think you're a total sellout. I'm going to start my own band. And with that, Ultras took off his shirt and started to hang out in the Grand with other people who are still loyal to the local scene. So at this time, the scene in the Outlands was starting to get super cool. But Ultras didn't know who was awesome and who was a total poser. So whenever someone showed up at the Grand Legion Hall, Ultras would tell them to take a ride on his Dagron and check out the local demon camps. Ultras did not like what the new kid had to say when he got back. The new kid was like, there are two demon camps, each with a demon transporter. First, Ultras named the two camps Forge Camp Hate and Forge Camp Fear. And and if you could understand the pain in his heart, you would totally understand why. Uh, Second, Ultras needed Forge Camp Fear and Forge Camp Hate destroyed. But he had stuff to do uh, and didn't have time for that to like, you know, take care of demons getting into Nagrand. So he asked the new kid to go destroy Forge Camp Fear and Forge Camp Hate and steal the transporter blueprint so they could figure out a way to keep the Burning Legion from transporting more demons, demons, uh, through the transporter. <laughs> So, after the new kid beat up some demons, demons, and stole the blueprints, Ultras told him to go talk to his old pal, Sal Salabin. Sal Salabin was like, yeah, I created those transporters, uh, but it doesn't matter that I created transporters. You see all these, like, cannon things here? Just, like, go and turn those around, then fire them at the at the transporters, and it'll blow them up. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. And that is the story how Ultras the shirtless saved Negrand from the demons. Demons! And by Ultras saving the Grand, I mean some random rube who Ultras talked into doing all his dirty work. <laughs> well done. Okay, so hang on. Are the demons the posers, or is that Illy Dilly, or just the so so the posers? Are the, the posers are the new adventurers coming into oh. uh, into the Outland, right? So like Ultras first made like his Ultras first showed up in the game um, during Burning Crusade, which is when this expansion oh. takes place, right? And he wasn't a demon hunter yet. He was a demon hunter. Yeah, there is no oh. story on how he became a demon hunter that I'm aware of. So, like, he okay. was just, like, Illy Dilly's, like, best pal. And then Illy Dilly got all into, like, demons, demons. And Ultras was like, hey, dude, oh, I, think you're so a- he was- I think you're actually a bad guy. And Illy Dilly was like, nah, bro, I'm a good guy who just wants to, like, take over the world with demons. And he was like, but but you you hunt demons. And Illy Dilly was like, Psh, you're wrong and dumb. And then Ultras, like... So, took off to the grand. So, so Illidan at that point was like the Beastie Boys in 1986, right? Where they were like, we're going to pretend to be frat guys. And then they became frat guys, right? Like, that's kind of like Illy. He was like, I'm I just going to hang out know with some demons. Beastie Boys and then well enough now to know I'm going to, now I like it's, he's become in love with the demons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like he got, so like basically like him and like everybody else. Ironically, who, like, right? Like it started ironically and then it kind of morphed into 
to love for the demons. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I'll just use demons to kill other demons. And then that didn't work because that's how literally every bad thing that's ever happened in the world of Warcraft was someone was like, I'm going to use the demons to do bad things to demons. And then they get taken over by the demons and then they do something bad and then a bunch of like adventurers have to go and save the day and then, you know, next adventure and 60 bucks later, it's like someone's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work with these demons to take care of these demons. And then that's just literally the story of World of Warcraft. Um, it, but, it absolutely uh, 100% is every time we do lore. <laughs> Fell magic. Well, I could use that power for good. <laughs> but there is more to Altruist. But it was like, I was like, we can save more for Altruist later. So that the whole sure. like, so this was like the Burning Crusade Altruist when he was like a, a quest hub, basically. And then there's like the <laughs> Altruist who like, you know, becomes like a major story player with like Kane and stuff and Illy Ooh. Dilly during Legion, which is after I stopped playing the game. So I have no idea. But um, but cool. yeah, I was just like, it's just, I, yeah. So yeah, so the posers or potentially not posers were just people that were coming through the, the portal, right? Mm. Into Burning, into yeah, the, like, yeah. you know. So yeah. I was a poser. Yeah, we were all posers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just the '90s, like enthrall them on the poser. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. So that's that's the story of Altruist, the shirtless. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he was once the Hearthstone streamer dog. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is an so there is a <laughs> this is this I couldn't this was crazy. So when I was researching this, there was an Altruist the mage, but like spelled with like where a vowel was a U or an A where it was an A or a U with the other person. And I was like, oh, is this Altruist before he was Altruist? And and no, not at all. And they actually have their like quest lines combined. And I'm like, why do you have two Altruists? It's a it's a vowel heavy name. There's going to be eight of them in World of War. You could, you could have just chosen a different vowel heavy name that didn't have seven of the same, like eight, you know, vowels the same. So I was like... <laughs> but anyway, um, anyway, I digress. So we have a we have a new uh thing. Segment. Uh, yes. What is it? What? What is it? Can I play with it? No, you can't play with it. You won't enjoy it on as many levels as I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely great. I love so it. Card associations. You want to explain it, uh, Enthrallament? Yeah, I had this really brilliant idea that I'm questioning <laughs> in the moment. Um, we've each picked out five cards. We're going to read a card name, the stats, the card text, and then the other person, what do we give them like a few seconds to just say the first word or words that come to mind? And then yeah. hopefully that'll either spark a conversation or absolutely not. So <laughs> why don't I start with the uh, first one? And I'm going to put it here. My first one, actually, kind of funny after that story my first card is nagrand slam that's a 10 mana 10 mana hunter spell summon <laughs> four three five cleft hoofs that attack random enemies it's from the most recent expansion in atlant so, so the first word that comes to mind when i see or hear this card is actually unthralamund because it wasn't until we were co-oping on stream or not on stream but just co-oping together that you were like you said nagrand slam and i was like Oh, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> no, grand. I I never even put it together. So that was literally the first thing. Like that it <laughs> rhymes almost, or that it's well, like that it's like a grand similar. slam, right? Grand slam. Oh. It's like a so it's yeah. a portmanteau. I didn't know that until right now. Oh, which is funny. <laughs> it's a baseball. It's a grand slam and the grand yeah, slam. Yeah, the grand yeah, and yeah. grand slam. Yeah. I so that's literally the the first that pops into my head whenever which I say. Funny. 
explained it to me once and I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, okay. So here's my first one. Um, So it is crystal stag. It's a five-mana druid minion, 4-4, Rush, Battlecry. If you've restored five health this game, summon a copy of this. My first thought is actually just like, this is going to sound bad, but pity. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel bad for the purple horn stag that never got to see play in any game. did i played with it in a few decks did you really <laughs> yeah oh, i never saw this what set is or it one from? deck one deck is so it, oh it's got the evil eye on it so i wasn't playing when that set came out the yeah so it was it played with another card actually it's still in standard <laughs> yes it's still in standard so <laughs> i should have at least seen it off some of all of them if you would ask me when this came out i would have said like four years ago <laughs> All right, so here's my second one. My second one, I got it right here. Right, so okay, my second it. is an eight mana four eight druid minion, Lucent Bark, Taunt, Death Rattle, Go Dormant, Restore Five Health to Awaken This Minion. My my first word, honestly, is stubborn. This card is stubborn. If you can get it back over and over, it just never leaves. And uh when was I able to do that? Maybe with the Evolve Shaman? Um, I would get this and then I could trigger it sometimes and you could just feel the frustration in your opponents when you bring it back multiple times after you've evolved into it. Yeah. Yeah. So these came out in the same expansion and they were supposed to play together in like Healy Druid and it was, it was the, maybe the best thing that ever happened to Hearthstone was that like this was never good enough because even when people, because people could pull it off to a certain extent, and what you would do is you would just like make, you copy a bunch of lucent barks. So every time you would restore five health, you'd get like three or four lucent barks back. Yeah. So you faceless was, manipulator, your yes, eight drop yes, four eight. Yes. Yes. So it was. <laughs> so bad. It was so miserable. It was like, what are we oh. doing? Um, but poor Crystal Stag, I kind of feel it's kind of kind of a cool little minion to be honest. Like two four fours with Rush is kind of like you know it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually kind of a neat card, but like it would play with Lucent. It was like I am thankful every day that Lucent Bark was never good enough to play because if that ever, if we ever get there, I just don't. It's going to be brutal because <laughs> it's just like yeah. the worst. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. here's my second card. Here we go. Ready? Uh, my second card is Blade of Cthulhu. Nine mana, four four. Battle cry, destroy a minion, add its attack and health. Um, add its attack and health to your Cthulhu's wherever it is. Oh, I love this card. So like, I I don't I just like joy maybe like just pure unadulterated joy and love, and then also sadness for it having to cost nine mana. Why make this cost <laughs> nine mana? Like it was, oh, like just oh, I love. I had a lot, a lot, a lot of fun playing Cthulhu Rogue. Um, back in the day. I loved this card. Oh my gosh. 
So I know that you're a lover of Cthune, but I also know, obviously I know that. Uh, But I also know that like Rogue, Cthune Rogue wasn't like the top, top of your list. So I was like, I had to find a Cthune card for Dan, but maybe not. I loved Cthune Rouge. There was a Hearthstone developer and someone will correct me. They'll remember it'll be Mad or Hat or something. But, um, but, uh, one of the developers played was like playing a bunch of Cthune Rouge and they posted their deck list. And I just took that for a spin and had ton of fun with it it was you just ran one of it because but like it would you just like hang on it towards kind of like end game and you could shadow step it and do some really cool fun stuff with it um yeah. it was just the best it's so like you it was, like, it was a shadow step deck. would get enormous yes. i remember the problem then was just living long enough right with that deck well, like that deck yeah, really like, died to aggro obviously right yeah it was just and like, like and you were running a nine mana four four right yeah. like and a ten mana six six i mean like you were running a lot of junk to get like a, a, a fun effect. Um, but like, this was also the time when priest could just steal your Cthulhu. <laughs> so like there's a lot of <laughs> shadow stepping against priests and stuff. So, oh, yeah. um, cause they would entomb it. Right. And then like, you just lose. So like, you know, in the, the Cthulhu <laughs> well, priest mirror the first be dead, right? Yeah. Well, no, because not, you don't always, cause if you don't, they don't play a big enough minion for you to play the Cthulhu. Cause yeah. you're playing like the two threes that give your plus two. Plus. I love Cthulhu. Oh, Cthulhu. Cthune, Cthune, Cthune. What's your next one? All right. So, a hunter minion, eight mana, five, five, beast master Leorox. I almost chose this one. Cry. Summon three beasts from your hand. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind was Stinky, and that is because he looks like he's stinky. But then I realized that's also how I felt when I pulled this in a pack. <laughs> I knew this was going to not be a good card. Like, come on. this. Yeah. Well, it's one of those ones where it's like, you wish it were a little bit cheaper so you could play it in a bad deck. But then, like, if it were a little bit cheaper, it could be played in a good deck. And if it's ever played in a good deck, like, we're all in trouble because it'll be awful. It's not right? going to so, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you play it with, like, you know, a certain five cost, two five that gives everything a rush. And then your opponent just dies. And then, so, um, but yeah. So, yeah. Beastmaster yeah. Leorox. I, I found that. I was like, oh, this is a card that. I am both sad well, it doesn't think, work and happy that it doesn't work. <laughs> I think obviously the goal is you copy King Crush in your hand, right? And then you play this, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. the, I'm sure someone's done it. I haven't seen anyone do it. Probably. Well, I mean, it's also like Alex Straw's nonsense you can do as well, right? Like you, you hit him for like to 15 and then you just can like, if you can just get three charges that give you 15. So I mean, yeah. you could do that with just like, so if you get there with two, two high mains and, uh, and, uh, why am I forgetting the two five name? The but, Tundra um, Rhino. Tundra Rhino, right? So you get there with Tundra Rhino and two high mains. So I mean, it's not impossible. It's Do true. you? No, you're one off that way, right? Because six, six, fourteen. Um, yeah, but well, at ten, you, ten with you, hero power. So you yeah, have so a you hero power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I mean, I didn't feel good when I got that in a pack, but eh, yeah. What do you do? But yeah, I, just, I think it's a fun card that like is just a little too bad. But it's just, but, it's not a fun card I'm ever going to play. Like, I remember I got it and someone in the Discord was like, um, yeah, but you could build that, like, combo meme deck. And I was like, that doesn't seem like a fun meme deck. It just seems like a meme deck. I don't know. Yeah, this so is that's a card that I would like if it did other, th- something else similarly for cheaper that wasn't quite as powerful because you could then do it, like, with, like, a Highlander Hunter and stuff, right? So, 
All right. Here's what? my next card. It's two mana, two six. Dirty oh. rat. Boo. Taunt. Battle cry. <laughs> Your opponent summons a random minion from their hand. You didn't even get to wait for it. So Those are, that's your word? <clears throat> boo. Yes. Boo. Boo earns. <laughs> boo earns. I was um, saying boo earns. So Dirty Rat was one of those cards, right? Where it, like, it was supposedly like super skill intensive, like knowing when to play it. But let's be honest. What it was was just like high rolly. Like sometimes you really? would just win the game. Oh, because you, I totally, I, I totally don't know, don't know if I agree with that. That's interesting. Keep going. Sorry, I cut you. but like, but like sometimes you just win the game because you got the right one, got you pulled the right minion, and then you just got lucky when you you know you play at the right time. And sometimes yeah. it was just like, like I know that there was something to it, but like, eh, it was such a brutal, like it's such a big butt, and sometimes we just lock out like certain like ah, I don't, I hated this card. So glad Dude, to see Dude, that's go. crazy. I was interested because I know people have different feelings about this card. That's one of the reasons why I chose it. It was like first on my list. Um, I love this card. I think it's really skill intensive. I think you can't play it on two. So it's not like... Um... You can play it on two. And sometimes <laughs> you just... Yeah. No. No, you, you can. Like some, some of us don't play at top 300 legend and like people will just play on two and get <laughs> super lucky and then they just like have control of the board from there on out because yeah, they yeah. just pulled some random nothing and like you're like, "Well, I can't get through this stupid 26." <laughs> I like, did like I did like though trying to figure out in control matchups when to play it. I th- I thought that was really you you had to do your best this is a card that made me read my opponent's hand the whole game and um uh uh i kind of enjoyed that as like like all of a sudden you have a reason to do it like i like i've definitely delved into some card reading over the years of like pushing myself to be a better player and doing it most of the time i don't because uh, it's just a stressful way to play hearthstone um so unless i'm like really pushing like i i'm just like eh. But this was cool that this was a card that like motivated me to do that. I thought it was cool. But I love that you have a different opinion. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, I I get that. What it does, and that's fine. Great, grand, wonderful, (laughs) right? But like, and it was like, and it really just locked out combo. This was like a time when like there were some kind of fun combos, and it was also when like everyone just used Leroy as a fireball for lethal, right? And so like sometimes it would just like they it would just lock out certain combo decks and stuff, which was kind of unfun. Nizoth was um, a big one, right? Yep. You want yeah, to get like, Nizoth. But you kept pulling another Death Rattle really stunk. This used yeah. to pull um, Antonitis out of my hand as a Tempo Mage. I would get grumpy. Yeah. So, like, or just pull Leroy out. I was like, man, come on. Now what? Like, thank you for just destroying my fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I so love yeah. how, I, I, the one thing I you have to admit is like the art is like perfect for what. Oh, fantastic! Does. With like the, it's so cool because it has the warrior weapon. He's wearing the warrior weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing the yeah. knuckles, and he's just yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, I got your card, man." <laughs> yep. Nope. Super awesome. I loved the story of this set. It was kind of a bummer that the set itself was a bit of a bust, but oh, um, the story I thought was incredible. I don't know if they've topped it yet, to be honest. But um, it was not my. It was one right on the bottom of my list. If I had to oh, say I loved the the story and like the like the three different like rival gangs and like bringing in like the whole gadget stand. Oof. I thought it was super interesting. That was one of my least that was one of my least favorites. Huh, it's kind of weird, weird, eh? Anyway, right. go ahead. Uh I got a three mana two four here you for I have a three mana two four for you. Excited uh, is my word. Excited. 
It is Frothy Berserker. No. Whenever a minion takes damage, gain plus one attack. Um. Wishful thinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to say for this card. Uh, well, there's two. There's like my fir- my very first thought is wishful thinking. Like people are always like putting this in decks, being like, "This is going to get so big," and then they pay three mana and it dies, and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then the, my second thought just goes to Patron Warrior, right? And that so, like, in the first t- meta of me playing the game in Blackrock Mountain, um, the most OP deck that was hard to play was Patron Warrior. And I remember getting uh, OTK'd with, uh, with Frothing Berserker. But that's my second memory. My first memory is, like, how many times someone's building a deck and they're like, you know what goes in here? Frothing Berserker. And then ten games later, they're like, you know what's terrible in this deck? Frothing Berserker. <laughs> there, there have been metas where Frothing Berserker is just a very, very good card, though, right? So it's like, I find that interesting that you're kind of, like, not... Like, don't love because you love Temple Warrior, so I was like, I bet you he loves Frothing Berserker. I because... do love this card, but it's like I think now I view it as a trap more than a good card. I think there are there have been specific metas when Frothing Berserker was just bonkers, like recent about, metas where Frothing Berserker has been really good. Bonkers, like I don't know. I was running the um, Pain Warrior or whatever you want to call it uh, before Galakrond, right? A lot, and it was in there. Uh, but I think by the end I was only running one. It just, it just, especially right now, like with where removals at, it just dies. Oh, it's super something. bad because it lines up it's terribly super... against um the whatever the four fourth rush is that makes yeah, them a four yeah. fourth rush. Like you right? can like... injure, you can make it big the turn it comes out, but like getting it on board and then like activating it and then hitting with it ever was it's just oh it's terrible. But in the current I do meta. like this card. It's terrible do, in the current meta. I do yeah, like this no. card and. Uh, yeah, I, you know what else I like about it? Although it's not my favorite art in the world, I like that the art style is different. I like that it's like it's, a rough, rougher, grittier style. It's from the card game, right? Yeah, so that's what yeah, a bunch I of them, right? So. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish we had more different styles of card art. I, 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 I love like when that. you take some like an IP like like Warcraft that has a very succinct like style of art, and then you play with that. I, I would love to see that more. All right, what do you got for me? Oh, my turn. I heard you like the gadget sand meta, Kazakus. Four oh. mana, three three battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, create a custom spell. I really liked Kazakus until Kazakus was really good. <laughs> right. So like Kazakus. What's your is, word? What's your word? Um. Uh, I think it's eh. So <laughs> Kazakus is. I love the note. So. This kind of stuff is really fun until it's not fun anymore. And I think that's where Kazakas kind of ended up being played in those decks. So I think great. It's a very good card. It's an incredibly like well put together card. Like the like I think it's a better version of Zephyrus, and maybe I'm wrong there, but like it does consistent things, and that's always like really good, right? Like, that's like where Zephyrus will kind of well, like fall a little flat sometimes. Is that Zephyrus like you? Th- like you think you're you know how to make Zephyrus do exactly what you want, but then like you either either thinking one step too deep or not thinking deep enough, and then you miss your Zephyrus. Whereas Kazakus, where like, I think is maybe a little bit less powerful, is perfectly predictable. And so Your, your memories of Kazakus are very different than mine, because I played a lot of it, and I remember most of the time being like, I didn't get the thing I wanted from Kazakus. Yeah, but, like, but you knew what the range was going to be. Like, yeah, yeah, so like... That's true. Um, 
so like there were like you knew what the options were and you knew you weren't gonna get every option but at least you knew like what the goal was um yeah i think was <laughs> so you're mostly like come on removal come on removal <laughs> no <laughs> removal dang it <laughs> that was mostly because it was played in control decks mostly, right? Yep. So yeah, because at the time it was, that's all Highlander did, right? So, um, that's awesome that you have that response. I love that you're having some response. For the record, when I first pitched this idea to you, I said we should just do like the abstract sound for how the card makes us feel, and you were like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then you no, just you, gave me an abstract no, sound no, for you, this card the, when you first pitched this to me. You were like, hey, you should we, we should just make like sounds like you know what the car with the counts the start blah 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 words are super hard at midnight um <laughs> the sound that the card will make when it gets played now it's like nah no no i didn't that. say that at all i meant oh, well, our emotional I response i mean oh. i thought i made it clear oh there hey, you go no you gotta that make it short silly. i do not read complete sentences so just so you're aware like i do not okay. get through card text let alone through like an entire post so you no, i was make- thinking we'd make a sound so you'd be like here's a frothing berserk and i'd be like yeah <laughs> that would have been my sound alright doesn't matter we can do words or sounds I'm glad we hashed this out on the podcast okay let's keep going alright my more. last one. Oh, I got put in a funny place because you scrolled on me um, Sorry. so it's a three mana mage spell draw two cards arcane intellect um <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, the word I'm gonna use for this is, um, duped. You've all been duped. (laughs) I can see how you were duped by this card. You, you obviously purposefully chose this because you know that I, I think this card, especially in Tempo Mage. So (laughs) my hate for like this card comes from Tempo Mage, less so from Highlander. Like it, it deserves a spot in Highlander for sure. But this card reads... Three mana, draw one card, don't put the worst card in your deck. Right? Like, because, <laughs> like, like you have to think about it. You're drawing two cards. One of those cards just replaces this card. So you're drawing one additional card, and then you don't have to put one card in your deck that would have been worse than the other cards in your decks. Um, so in Tempo Mage, that's really bad. Like, uh, the amount of times you run out of cards and you can cast Arcane Intellect for three mana, historically, still draw cards, play them the next turn, and still maintain board and and continue to hit face and and win, is so rare. Like, chances are you're just losing anyway. Whereas the amount of games where you're like, turn five, your hand's out, and if you just had that one more minion to stick on board that they couldn't remove, you get an extra six damage, you can win. Um, it drove me nuts that people would put this in in Tempo Mage, like two ofs too. Like I could see one of sometimes, but even then I was like, I'd just rather another threat. I'd, I'd just rather another threat. So yeah, this man, look at me going off. Um, this card, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And a lot of people will disagree with me because a lot of people do. But uh, so- duped. You've been duped. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> I am going to tell you that I kept this card on the in the Mulligan one game um, last night, and I was like, "Enthralled, would hate me for this," but it was one hundred percent right because I had. Well, what were you playing against? I was. It doesn't matter. I was on the coin, and I had uh, two copies of Make Every Spell, Make Every Card in Your Deck, uh, one cheaper oh, with the yeah. coin. So I, yeah, yeah, so I coined it out in one, played it on two, and then I played this on three. And I was like, look at all these cheap spells I have. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. No, that sounds fun. No, you, I would do that too. Yeah. 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 
I know. Cool. But I thought it was I thought it was kind of funny because I was like, I know how much you despise this card. And to be fair, I don't just I don't no, like despise the card. I despise you, you the hate this card. No, it is it. you will never stop talking about this card. You just talk about it all the time. Um, uh, I mean that in a funny <laughs> way, by the way. <laughs> Oh, I forgot the best good this week. Oh, I gotta go find it here. Um, what I did the best good this week. <laughs> I've, I've got a, I've got a better best good. I just gotta find it real quick. Um, you go ahead and this segment first. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. Yeah. All should. right, here's your last card. It's a ten mana mage spell. Puzzle box of Yogg-Saron. Oh, <laughs> cast ten random spells. Targets chosen randomly. It's just the best card ever printed. And you can go back and look at the um, Hero Power Podcast Power Ranking thing or whatever they do. Not Power Ranking, but Hero Power Hero Power Podcast Rankings uh, spreadsheet. And I gave this at five, which is the best you could give. And not many people did. And I was 100% right. Because I was like, you know what's really good? Ten random spells. Um, and you know why I remember that? Because I despised Yogg-Saron pre-nerf. Like, I hated that card hated it because you know it was good random spells random spells are really really good and i was like you know it's really good being able to play 10 random spells just because you have this a card in your hand and i was right so first of all i was right ha 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 you all know it this <laughs> that's your that's your bonkers. response to this card i yes. was right <laughs> yep yep and then the second is it is so much fun because sometimes it will win you a game sometimes you need to draw cards and it will just draw you all the cards sometimes you need a board clear it will clear the board sometimes it's just like you have nothing else to do and it just does stuff. And you're like, give me the, give me the shaman five sixes. <laughs> yep. And sometimes, and sometimes it does everything wrong. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like last night I was playing and I was like, okay, what I need to not do is draw through the last like eight cards in my deck. And it did that. <laughs> <laughs> just like well, and it did was tracking, nothing good. tracking. That was the best part. It didn't even draw them for you. It was just like just tracking goodbye. into tracking. <laughs> Got two cards. Why did you pick that one, Reed? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It's so much fun. I think it's the best I, part of Hearthstone. It's why I love Hearthstone. I, I know people I think, will disagree with me, um, but I don't. I, I I'm sorry. But I think the RNG is what makes Hearthstone really, really fun. Um, and I know people play on a competitive level that I I'm just not ever going to be at that level. And I'm I'm not going to apologize for it. Hearthstone is fun because of the RNG. It is... Um, I get a smile on my face whenever I see this card played. Or whenever I play it, it is always fun. Because something crazy is always going to happen. And I, I love that. And I think the... And I will... St- I know people will hate me for this. But I think post-nerf Yogg-Saron is also a bonkers fun card. Because it is not... You can't just put all the spells right and then just expect to go crazy ham it actually like inserts a bit of fun into the play that if it kills it you're done and that kind of like i that kind of like um uh, what's the word i'm looking for here uh i can't remember sorry i'm breaking on the word but that kind of like um the fact that that could happen is so much fun for i think each player anticipation anticipation maybe but uh, yeah that's close enough Excitement. i think um Leave a five-star review and tell me the word I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, it just adds um, a suspense. level. Suspense is also not the right word, but also getting closer. Uh, but I just love that that it could just go off and go wrong, right? I think that's so much fun. Uh, so, yeah, I love so, Puzzle Box of um, So, can you just tell me when you want me to start singing? Singing? Yeah, because you're preaching to the choir. 
Oh yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love I love the RNG in Hearthstone, and I love Puzzle Box of Yogg-Saron. Um, yeah, yeah. In fact, we should do an all Puzzle Box of Yogg-Saron episode next week. We should. I I would I would yeah hundred percent. Um, yeah. Uh, right, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> well, I I didn't. Um, you had I, a you had a best good we were gonna do before we finish yeah, up here. Yeah. I mean that's it for that segment. I don't know how I feel about that segment. Let us know how you think people maybe or don't. I don't know. I think it went okay. Um, it was fun to look back at some cards, you know, was, and look at some that you don't an, play. I think it's an every now and again segment and i think it is um maybe we do let fewer cards maybe three cards yeah i think that's a good call let's talk about this after the podcast um, okay. <laughs> i brought it up it's fine <laughs> um what i was gonna say we're gonna skip riddles this week um we'll come back to them probably next week 100 uh, percent. yep yeah they're great so if you wrote a riddle we'll read it next week um you had one more thing uh no i can't find it so um <laughs> all right oh, I, I did i did find it actually okay hold on sorry oh, i'm going there right now all right so this was in discord this week um or today actually and so we were talking about the battleground stuff and enthrallman gets on in discord and says um so why don't they just keep the score up on the brawl broadcast and i respond with well why would they do that so we can follow the score. It'd be really easy to do. Instead of a clock telling you that they have 10 minutes, or so you can just watch the teams. And then Ridiculous Hat responds, WTF, why would you want a scoreboard during a live competition? Come on, Enthrallamund. And then Matt at Arms, and then uh, Tito posts a giant scoreboard uh, picture. And Matt and says, yeah, that works for baseball games, I guess, but not for BGs. And I respond, yeah, I mean, where are they going to store a giant scoreboard? And Thrallamund, <laughs> why is it giant? It would be tiny. Four teams, just a logo, two-digit number for each. Sarcasm. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I got made... that everyone was being sarcastic except for you. I thought you were being serious. <laughs> you test me, sir. You test me. Like, I got that Hat was being sarcastic. I got that... that um... Wait. Wait, how did you get that everyone was being sarcastic, but I wasn't being sarcastic? Because I thought your first response wasn't sarcastic. I thought you were like, (laughs) where are they going to put the scoreboard? Or why would you want a scoreboard? I didn't know how to answer it at first, too. I'm like, to know the score? Like, constructed. (laughs) It was kind of obvious. It was such a, it's like, well, yeah, of course, why would you score? So when I was watching, like, I couldn't watch much today. I had a lot of work to do. I was working pretty hard. Um, but um, in it. a situation where I had it on, like, for maybe an hour, and I checked in on it every 15 minutes at one point, just as background noise, I really wasn't paying attention at all. Um, and I kept peeking back over and being like, oh, I just want to see, like, the whole score. Like, which team is winning? Like, the yellow yeah. team or the green team or the... You know, and it was like, well, I'd wait for 30 seconds and I'd go back to work and forget about it for 15 minutes. I was like, well, why, why don't they have the score? Just have the score. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, would, I just kept it on Celissa's stream, um, which was great and fantastic because she's great. Yeah. And she was like, she had the top, she was a top score, obviously, because she's fantastic at Battlegrounds. And, um, <laughs> I, I watched and it was like a last stream. minute, last minute, like, um, we don't have to get into that at all, but like, kudos to her for like stepping in and she deserved to be there in the first place and she proved it i think on a pretty incredible level yeah, so it was pretty awesome that she won 
uh, or yep. if she had the most wins or most yep. points. Um, I, th- I think that that was just like a little bit of, um, what's justice, justice, um, yeah. Or vengeance. No, I'm joking. Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was watching Fireman Street for a bit and he definitely, like, I'm not that good at Battlegrounds and I was like, that was not a good turn. Well, he doesn't, he's not and a he's Battlegrounds streamer, it, right? Like, yeah, and I was like, oh man, this is totally what it's like when like, I don't know, watching someone invited to like a constructed event who shouldn't be there. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, let's, let's go ahead and end the show and then we can finish this in the outro. Um, But so that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're still here listening, like we, we don't deserve you. Um, So you can find all our socials, media and contact information at squelchcast.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at squelchcast. I guess that's not like, uh, I, someone was looking for us. The, the, they're like, why don't you have a show Twitter handle? I'm like, oh, we do. It's at Squelchcast. So there it is. If you need it, um, please follow us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you now very much. Yeah. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. For all the times you said while playing. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand why Firebat was invited. For all the times you said <laughs> He's great. I love Firebat. I love, I'm he a was, huge Firebat fan. I'm a, everyone's my big Firebat fan. I love but Firebat. he was invited because he's Hearthstone Royalty. Right? Yes, right. yes. Yeah, he was. And I appreciate that. And like, I don't have a problem with because he's, he's a great personality as well. I think he's like one of the faces of Hearthstone. I can appreciate that. Him and um, Slissa in chat together was like, great. it was awesome. Yeah, it was it hilarious. Was. It was. Um, well, he, she, she was coaching him on BGs before the, before this today's event actually. So like that was oh, cool. Yeah. So she was like, no, you, you dumb dumb, you do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, and what was so cool about her point totals was like it was like the reason she got it was because like she like totally understood the strategy of like not BGs in general, but like how the format of like this current the, the tournament worked, and so like she just like played out like the best strategy like a high rolling strategy and like knew what she needed to do and it was like it was it was pretty great to see i i thought it was definitely um well deserved and she won a boatload of cash too like for second place like they got like twelve thousand dollars a piece like holy smokes does trump um play battlegrounds i haven't watched trump streaming yeah all all the old school like arena people just do BG stuff now. So I was going through. I well, was they were for... constructed though. Savits and Trump were like constructed before they do battlegrounds. Trump right? did a lot of arena stuff though too. Trump was just did a Hearthstone he? streamer. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did constructed, but he did arena. He did everything Hearthstone, right? Like he wasn't uh-huh. like he was just a constructed. Like maybe early, early on in his career. But by the time I was watching him, he was doing a little bit of everything. So, um, but like all like all these big time like arena streamers and just major streamers just run bgs now i guess um and i so i was, I was on hearthstone you I, I googled hearthstone on youtube i guess i searched hearthstone on youtube um and then i searched by most <laughs> recent and it was everything was just bgs like the all the most watched videos everything was yeah. battlegrounds i i kind of wonder if we're like completely missing the boat on like how popular battlegrounds is so no, battlegrounds is more popular than constructed isn't it i just assume so when you go I on didn't. twitch i can't search for hearthstone streams really anymore on twitch very well 
just have I, to dig I through guess. I just assumed it was some stuff. of the major streamers. I didn't realize it was everybody that was streaming Battlegrounds. So no, Battlegrounds cool. streams are more popular than constructed now. I think for sure. Oh, well, yeah, for good for Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I do wish, and uh, Tito said this in in Discord today, and I've said it a number of times. I do wish. Uh, maybe there is a filter for separating constructed. There's from, not. Well, from if there is, it's like a rounds. second or third level. But yeah, I, w- I, I want that because um, I like playing some battlegrounds, but waiting for that timer to tick down for someone who's not even me playing is too boring for me to watch too yeah, much. I do watch. I do watch Nicolina because I miss Nicolina's stream a lot. So I do watch uh, yeah. Nicolina play battlegrounds sometimes. For a bit, um, because I think she's really awesome uh, mm-hmm. streamer. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's. About but it. I look for I look for standard streamer. I don't I don't really because I don't I don't like cat. I don't have enough time for like a ton of streams, and so like when I do, I want to like watch something that I feel like I'll understand, and I don't understand what's going on in battlegrounds. So. Um, well, I'm I'm gonna go try and find a stream to watch tonight, but there will probably be no one cool on. Uh, probably not many people with numbers in their names or anything. So, oh, dude, this eleven forty-seven. I ain't not streaming at this point. <laughs> Hard pass. I was up till four in the morning last night, oh. four a.m. I could not fall asleep. I had this buzzing in my ear. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have tinnitus. This is it. I'm gonna have this buzzing and ringing in my ear for the rest of my life. This is what I get for not wearing earplugs when I was younger, going to a bunch of punk and ska shows. So I was just lying there awake in bed, like could not fall asleep and. And then I was like, gosh, this is freaking, this is awful. I'd roll over and it would kind of, the sound would, the sound would sound a little bit different. And I was like, at literally 4 a.m., you can go look my, at Twitter. Um, I got up and I was like, this is just in my room. And so I followed the (laughs) buzzing to our exercise bike and (laughs) unplugged it and the buzzing went away. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I fell asleep. Oh my gosh. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, I did not fall asleep till 4 a.m. And Sarah told Sarah this. And, um, and she's like, Oh, that's awful. I was like, yeah, there was this buzzing in our room and I finally figured out it was the bike. And she goes, Oh yeah. I've noticed that a couple of times. I was like, what? First of all, (laughs) the plug shouldn't be buzzing. It's really worrisome. <laughs> and second of all, like that was hours of my night was just like <laughs> trying to fall asleep. Oh, there's nothing worse than coming to the realization that you're not going to sleep. Well, oh, uh, yeah. I get inside my own head with that so badly. Like I have, like my first thing is I then I'll like I'll I'll try and fight through it for a while. It's like me on ladder. You know, saying I'm not tilted. It's like, I can still do this I, for like half an hour. I'll like, like, but like once I've thought to myself, oh, I'm having trouble going to sleep. I, I'm like doomed to be up for a bit. And then I'll like um, read. Sometimes I'll come downstairs and like even like just try and do some cleanup or some chores around the house or something and then go back to bed. Um, and then eventually now phones are the worst. Usually after like an hour of that stuff, I'll just go on my phone. And then that that's the worst, right? Because that, yeah. then you just yeah. Stay. So, like, I think part of last night was, and this used to happen when I was, I used to play in a ska band because I'm super, super cool. Um, I used to play trombone in a ska band because I'm just the coolest. Um, but after, like, a really great show. Who's we, the I, trombone player? <laughs> I, was, I was pretty great. I'm not going to tell you the name of the band because you can find a picture of me that I don't want people to find. Um, it's not bad. It's just not great. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, 
where was I? Oh, I after like a really great like show, and we had some pretty great shows. So we got to play at some pretty great like bars and stuff, and got to play with some awesome bands. That's like, cool. It was a super, it was a super fun like four years of my life. Um, we never like That's got awesome. really, we never got big, but we were big enough local. Um, and like after like a really really great show, it would just be like you'd be just like completely like on this like little high, right? Where it was like that was awesome oh my gosh like that was just the best that was everything went right that was so much fun everyone was into the music like i didn't screw up at all like all the jokes landed in between songs like this was just this was a blast um and that was kind of the way the stream went last night with like you know like matt and hat like tweeting at like trolled in and being like check out this nonsense and like it's like having like the puzzle box and i was having a ton of fun and i was winning and having fun which doesn't always happen i was winning and having fun while on stream which is triple rare i think and so it was like one of those things where it was like okay i have to go to bed um but at the same time I was like, that was just so much fun like i just that, that kind of stuff where like you get to interact with people like I, that's just like like being able to be an entertainer i think is like one of my favorite things like and so like it's like one of my favorite things since i was a kid like we're like playing music was always a big deal for me um when i was younger and then into my like teens and early 20s like playing music was a big big deal for me and then like now with the podcasting and streaming and stuff like being able to like just do something fun and have people have fun while doing it is i think just incredibly awesome and i consider myself super lucky to get to do it Uh, (laughs) so what you're saying is the exercise bike put on a real good show last night. <laughs> real good show last night. Stupid exercise bike. What was Matt's joke in Discord? You <laughs> dropped a great line in Discord. You should go to Discord. Join our Discord. It's fun. Um, all right. Well, if you're all still listening, wow. You are awesome. And we love you. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs>